Welcome back, everybody, to In the Trenches podcast, the podcast for youth pastors by youth pastors. On today's episode, we have the very special, beautiful, amazing Solomon Joy back on the podcast as he joins us for a conversation all about summer camp. Hey, boys. Everybody. That's how Charlie says everybody. Everybody. Okay, that works. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, welcome back to In the Trench. And we hope you guys enjoyed their singing right now because we're definitely leaving that in the podcast. Oh, wow. um, but today, guys, like Elliot said, we're going to be talking about some summer camp and what's like summer camp looking like for us on the horizon and just kind of sharing the, the joys of youth ministry, the joys of summer camp, and just why it's so important to have in our youth ministries. So why it is important. Yeah. He's a great you know? youth pastor. <laughs> But Gary, you could probably talk into this a little bit more um, as we do talk about summer camp. Where are we at with summer camp 2021? I mean, right now, so much of it is a waiting game. Um, as far as camp goes for SoCal Student Ministries, we're planning on it. We've set some dates. It's going to look different from any year that we've ever done before because to fit everybody, we're guessing that's going to be a different capacity. So at this point, the plan is to do five camps back to back to back, and each camp would be four days long. Uh, we're doing that to fit as many people as possible through that time. Our hope is even if it gets to 50% capacity, that'd be about 250 people. So Pinecrest is ready to go. They have things in place to be able to do food, um, chapel, all of those things. The one thing we do not have, and maybe we will by the time this podcast goes out, is capacity numbers. Mm-hmm. And so it's just literally waiting on Sacramento to to put that in place so we know. But everything looks like, everything feels like camp is going to happen so we have no choice but to plan as if it is and so that's what we're doing we're putting details together trying to uh make it come um come together but the big thing is we just need everybody to be to be flexible i already have people messaging like wanting to know details i don't know a ton of details (laughs) yet because we don't even know how many students we're going to be allowed to have at each camp but we're telling youth groups to um look at the dates maybe pick a couple dates they think would work for them And then be patient. Um, We'll get registration open as soon as we can. And then we'll try our best to get you into the camp that we you want to be in. But be open to maybe switch to a different week if it means getting your kids to camp. And so um, that's the biggest thing is is if we can ask anything of of youth pastors this year is to please be flexible. Yeah. Yeah. And just be praying, honestly. You know, we're we're doing this sort of like in faith. we didn't want to wait until we knew capacity. We we know how we're going to do camp and the numbers like Gary's talking about, I think probably around 250 if that's the number. Um, and so we're kind of doing this in faith, like posting about camp was a little nervous because we're just like, oh, here we go. But we want to do it. We're ready to do it. And so just be praying that it can happen. Yeah, exactly. And so with that, was Elliot and Gary were talking about just summer camp, we want to kind of take a trip down memory lane, looking at some of our favorite summer camp moments and why it's so important. But before we do, Gary, can you share the dates with us of when um, summer camp is happening? <laughs> All right. So the summer camp dates are July 16th through the 19th, July 19th through the 22nd, uh, July 23rd through the 26th, July 26th through the 29th, and July 29th through August 1st. So, yeah, I mean, they're literally back-to-back-to-back, five camps in a row, but it could be, uh, we're really planning, if we do this, it's going to be, it's going to feel like summer camp. We're we're trying to cover every base to make sure you have one of the greatest summer camps you've ever had, and I think any of us could say, 
um, uh, that are on this or listening to this that not having summer camp impacted our yeah. youth ministries yep. in a big way. Yeah, no, I think for sure. I'll even speak to that really quick. And maybe it's just because I'm, I'm a bad youth pastor. But just even like when I look at our students now on Wednesday nights, like there, there's the hunger there to grow. There's the hunger there to learn. But like the heart behind it, I feel like isn't there. And I think a lot of that, one, is in fact that we didn't have convention. We weren't around like-minded people in that way. And the same thing when it comes to summer camp. And it's like they almost don't know how to um, like act in a sense. I don't know. It's just me. Yeah, like, I well, see a, that. It's a, like, it's a catalyst, I think. Yeah, yeah. Camp and convention are yeah catalysts. Like, they start that fire. Mm-hmm. They set a fire down in your soul that you can't contain, <laughs> that you can't control. And it's like, you want more of you, you God. More of you, God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, but it's true. Like, yeah, it is. And then you come back and then that's sort of like our job as youth pastors is kind of fanning that flame. And, and yeah. we don't want to be moment to moment. We talked about this on the podcast before. Um, but there's something to those moments, yeah. right? Like yeah. you, you don't live for them, but they are so important and crucial as far as youth ministry goes. That's why we do camp every year. That's why we do convention every year. That's why we space them out the way that we do. Um, and that's why it's important for us as youth pastors to go and be involved in them. It's not yeah. just like we got to support what the AG is doing. It's like, no, you, we need this. Yeah. And it's uh, it's so, I think we have all seen as youth pastors, it's you can see the fruit of not having camping convention. I mean, specifically doing it in July, there's it creates momentum, not for just your youth group, but specifically for your students spiritually yeah. Yeah. going into a new school year because some students go back to school in August. So, I mean, coming out of camp and whether you're in August or September, having that kind of momentum and those moments are so huge and yeah. so important. And I would encourage any youth pastor because we don't just have – um, you know, AG churches that are coming to our camp and yeah. Solomon having Solomon here. Um, when he was with exchange, they aren't an AG church, but they were part of our, our camp family. And, and so I would encourage any youth pastor. Yes, you can go do your own thing. Yes, you can, you know, do it on your own plan, what you want, but there's something about being together and, you know, in a normal camp year with 500 other teenagers and 25 other youth ministries and having that experience together that will impact your students in a way that doing camp just on your own will not. Not saying you should never do it on your own. Definitely, there's de- but there's a whole year to do that. Yeah. Make camp happen. Yeah, just yeah. to add to that, I mean, being from a non-denom church and going to what was an AG church really is only an AG or AG uh, camp. It was really only AG on paper because then mm. you go there and you don't feel like, I'm part of someone else's event. Yeah. You feel like you're part of the event. You feel like you're part of the family. And, and so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of like getting your kids ready for uh, like the school year. I remember like as a student at summer camp and Paul Reed was speaking and he's like, I want you to message one of your friends and tell them that you want to talk about Jesus when you <laughs> see them. And he's, he's done that a couple of times. And, and I like did it as a, as a student. I was like, I'm going to do it. And it didn't work. But uh, my friend was like... Just like your accent right now. My friend said, my accent is tip-top shape, mate. But he, my friend was like, I said, we need to talk about Jesus, man. We get home. He was like, no. (laughs) Just straight up. But I still did it. I still had that that passion to want to do it, you know? Yeah. No, I'm glad. I did that once with my dad, like at a summer camp where it was like, text somebody that you want yeah. to talk to G- with Jesus. And for background, my parents never grew up in church. Uh, my mom goes, now my dad still doesn't go. And I texted him. And first off, my dad doesn't text. So that was even better. And I was like, 
Dad, when I get home, I want to talk to G- like talk about Jesus with you. He never responded and never brought is. that up. <laughs> yeah, new number who did. <laughs> yeah, bro. But that's funny that you bring that up about summer camp. But let's like dive into that. Like, what are those like summer camp moments that just happen at summer camp? Yeah. Cue soft jazz music. Here we go. Elevator music. <laughs> I mean, you can't talk about summer camp without talking about the the altar times and response mm. times with students. It's just. There's so many moments that either I've had praying one-on-one with a student and it has just really become uh, a, a moment that you two always remember. Yeah. Or there's been times when I've been praying for multiple students or all of our students are praying for me. Or yeah. um, you're seeing kids who have dealt with some serious things set free you know, at camp and, and, and not turn back. And, yeah. and so many things like that. Like There's a lot of fun at camp. We'll probably get into that too. But the the response time the altar time um you just you can do that at your normal youth group but there's yeah. something different about being there and being present and it's not like jesus isn't everywhere but mm-hmm. camp is just a, a different moment for students lives it's like these walls that are, are are up when you're in the city come down when you're on top of a hill yeah, yeah. no i think that's so good no it's so true i mean i would say like even just as a student, I don't know, I can't speak for everyone here, but like I felt called, like I felt called to ministry. We've talked about our callings and stuff and how I was beginning to just sort of understand that like, oh, I feel like I'm gifted. I feel like I'm passionate. It wasn't like the skies opened up, Yeah. but that was all the summer going into my junior year and camp was an integral part of like solidifying that call. I remember sort of just leaning into it at camp like it had been working on my heart and then i went to one of your sessions gary and then that's where i talked to you and and just even at an altar time it was just sort of like yeah we're doing this thing and so i feel i'm partially like called into ministry because of summer camp you know uh and i think there's so many people so many youth pastors that that is their story that if it wasn't camp it was probably convention yeah where they had that moment where they were called into ministry um and yeah, there's just something so amazing about it. You know, a father's hug that that moment that we've done a few times, like, like we think of it, it's not even like a cliche, but it's just so powerful. These yeah. like giving out the little bracelets and talking to like, there's just something that works about that moment at, at camp. And I think it's partially too. You're not at your youth night where you're like, the parents are outside waiting and you're like, yeah. we got to go back to the room. You know, we might have dodgeball, but we're really good about being like, we'll push all that back. None of this matters as much as these moments right here. And, and past even the altar time, what I love that we've started to implement is that cabin time. Like as a, as a youth pastor getting to go back and like cultivate those moments and, and, and make it more than just a moment. Right. And, and let it push us into another realm of like relationship in our group. Uh, I'm sure we're going to joke and talk about all the fun, which is like a huge part of camp. But that is why camp exists. Like that is what matters the most about summer camp. Yeah, there's so many great moments. I can remember a moment up there. Um, it was the year that um, our daughter had been going through some stuff. And, and uh, the first time when she was a bit younger and, and Reggie Dabbs was speaking at a camp and, and he was praying for students that wanted to get healed and wanted to just receive God's touch. And so... Um, you know, as a director, I feel like I, I don't want to make this about me. And so I had this thought of bringing Skylar up there and having the camp pray for her. But then I thought, no, nah, just, you know, I need to focus on yeah. the students. And so I didn't do it. And I'm sitting on the side of the, of the stage on the stairs there. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Skylar, and she's younger than, is just standing right in front of me. And, and so it, I just picked her up 
and I, I brought her on stage and, and, and asked Reggie if I could, and I shared what was going on, that she was having seizures and all these things. And that moment of having the entire camp of yeah. Pinecrest pray for her was just, it was something I'll always remember. Mm. Yeah. I think we, we have those moments, even in just getting to host, like how often it, people don't know this, but how often Gary and I, like before we are, we have fun with it. We love doing it, but we're standing right before, like during the heart of worship or the response. And we just look together and like kind of share a moment of being like, man, how crazy is it that we get to do this? How amazing is it that we get to be a part of it? And like that to me is what summer camp is all about. That to me is like why I think about five weeks of camp and like basically living at at Pinecrest for a a full month. And there's part of me that's like, I'm going to be blocked up for days, like (laughs) digestively, but... (laughs) Or diarrhea for days. There's there's two options. There's There's no gray area. But... At the same time, there's nothing I'd rather do. Like as a, there's a part of camp is a part of the reason for me personally. I know it's not the same for every youth pastor, but camp is a part of the reason I felt called the youth ministry. There was something so special about what happened in my life at Pinecrest. I was like the kid as a student who like, I, I probably needed more friends or whatever. But dude, like, <laughs> as soon as school was out, I started like a countdown. And my youth pastor, he made these like videos of like the past years of camp, mm. and and I had them on DVD. And I would just watch them every night. I was like obsessed, bro, with summer camp. And uh, so there's just something so special about being up there and being with the people and having those moments. And so getting to do that, like I'm like, Gary, I want to do that for the rest of my life. Like I don't want to be buried at Pinecrest, but like I want to like be there as long as I can to continue to be a part of those amazing oh, life-changing Lord. moments. Please don't bury me at Pinecrest <laughs> anywhere else. But I, I want to be cremated, so throw some of my ashes out at Pinecrest like, I was, on I, the zip line. <laughs> I'd say this too, just because obviously youth pastors listening to this, is one of the greatest parts of camp for me from year one to, to now is the moments of camaraderie and connection with other youth pastors. Yeah. That is probably one of the the fun parts for us as youth pastors is to be able to have those connections, make those new relationships. I mean, the first time I met Solomon was at camp and actually right the day the camp started, my car broke down in like a, a, a night on a white horse. Solomon comes around the corner. <laughs> I didn't even know him then. Like he was a friend of, of Corey's um, comes and picks me up and, and, um, and gets me back to the camp. But um, you know, like that's how mine and Solomon's friendship started. It was at camp and, and that's yeah. where it really began. And, but there's so many other youth pastors like that. That If I could say, why should you come to camp? One, your students need to be around other students and have that experience. But two, if you want to build a relationship and community um, with other youth pastors, camp is one of the greatest times to do that because you're with each other for days at a time. Yeah, you yeah. can't leave. You're stuck. But no, it's a, it is a great time because that's where I get, that's where I've met a lot of, a lot of you guys and just a lot of other different youth pastors too. But there's something that I want to speak on when it comes to camp for both of you, Elliot and Gary, that I think is so unique about our summer camps. Um, and that is how you guys don't just stay on stage and then walk off stage and then that's it. You guys are like involved in it. And the reason why I say that is because two years ago at summer camp, and this is probably one of my favorite memories that I remember because it's stuck in the student's head. It's still stuck in the student's head to this day. You guys pulled one of our students to the side. You had no idea it was one of our students either. And in the middle of worship, sat there and prayed with them. And it 
it, like I said, it's just resonated with him and it stayed with him that moment that you guys spent with him. And you guys didn't know it was like it wasn't your guys' student. It was someone else's student. And I love that about our summer camps or just summer camp in general to see again that idea of camaraderie. And it's even though that this isn't my students, like if God's calling me to pray for the students, like I'm going to pray for this student. And it's those moments at summer camp that we get that I just feel like we don't get anywhere else. Yeah. Well, I think Gary and I have had conversations when when we first well so i joined the camp team as like uh i I was just like i'll be the water boy dude like i just want to like excuse to be here and so i was just like giddy to be on the team and then it was just sort of out of like i remember one year at camp i was just on the team i think i was helping with captains and they were like we need someone to do announcements and as we know i can talk it's it's not hard for me to do um whatever hurts my feelings let's stop talking about it but uh so I was like, I'll, I'll do it. Like, and they, so they threw it to me and then it just became like, all right, we're going to have Elliot help with Gary up on stage. And it, it was sort of this like not planned thing, but it became this like, I mean, me and Gary are so close and like the brotherhood we have, it's just a natural sort of bond. But I remember we had a conversation when that was like beginning at camp and convention. And we both had talked about our experience at camp as students and the moments we had were like, someone who was on stage we you know who knows what they were but they meant a lot to us because they were on stage right it was Mm -hmm. a big deal that they were on stage and when they would come up and like talk to us eat lunch with us like care about us pray for us it like meant i remember that like it, it stays with me to this day and we both like in a sense of almost like even accountability we were like if we're gonna do this let's do it well like let's yeah. put thought into it like let's have fun with it like let's make these stupid videos for all this stuff but let's leverage it and like not make it this like fame for us of like we're the cool guys on stage let's let's do everything we can to champion students and local youth pastors and uh i feel like that it's happened and even you saying that it's so good to hear because like that's not an accident like it's an intentional thing that we have wanted to cultivate is like if we get if we get to be the those guys like how long is it gonna last i don't know gary said something a few podcasts ago about like us not doing anymore and that i don't like that but uh (laughs) but who you know who knows it could be time for somebody else but as long as we get to do it together that is something we're so intentional about is like we're not gonna just be the the dudes on stage who then go back into our rooms and you know and just hang out with other people on stage like that's not it for us at all and so it's so cool to get to do that like you know and 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 kids think it's a big deal that's what's so funny to me is like i am nobody we're we're nobody dude like and and i think kids realize that when they get home they're like (laughs) they like look at me on instagram and like oh this is just some guy but while i'm there because i was on stage with gary they're like that guy's cool and we're able to like eat lunch with them pray for him yeah like play games with them and it's uh it's funny to trick them into that that yeah. idea that like we're cool and <laughs> to to speak to that i remember i got to hug you at summer camp yeah 2017 Solomon asked me for a hug and, and i like said yeah it was a side hug but uh yeah it was God. yeah we gotta be safe um but <laughs> uh yeah no my to me like at just speaking as like somebody that was my first time to that summer camp like my my church had done other summer camps but going into uh joining you guys one of my like memories right off the bat that i could think of is me as a youth pastor getting a gary and elliot award like that like that almost 
and it, I think it was the first award that was given out over camp. Maybe I don't know, but it was so much. Uh, like it, it for me, it made me feel like part of the family almost immediately, and like it was so silly. It, all, I I did a what was it? Still the bacon. Oh, you against, against Wendell, Wendell yeah. which is if you've you, seen you him, you held your own too. Let me just give this guy some credit, Wendell. <laughs> played in the nfl <laughs> and we put him up against him in a sense of like let's really like test just this destroy dude. solomon but yeah. solomon he got beat but yeah he did it wasn't without a fight to <laughs> yeah. be fair so yeah I, I i did steal the bacon against wendell and um i i think the the award was like like it's never gonna happen award or something was, no, no, no. i think it was the david and goliath award <laughs> something or something, like something yeah, along yeah. those lines but like that alone like just just being a, a, a youth pastor that was new to this friend group and new to this family and new to that camp, like immediately made, like pulled me in and made me feel like, you know, part of it. So, yeah, I I still wish to this day I've never gotten a Gary and Elliot award and I'm not bitter about it. Well, but don't suck. It's <laughs> <laughs> for the best of the best. I know. I know. It's OK, though. Um, yeah, man. I don't know, man. Summer camp to me is just it's such a great time. Um, I think one of the coolest things for me personally when it comes to summer camp is getting the students um, that don't normally come to church to camp. Yeah. It's so weird how that happens, because it's like for camp, of course, we're going to have the core group of students that we normally would have go to camp. But it's those like those four or five students that their parents like you're going to camp whether you like it or not and then they get there and that first night they're in the back and like i'm not doing anything and by like the fifth night the fourth night it's like they're the ones like with their hands up crying like worshiping god it's like those type of breakthrough moments that happen at camp that just don't normally happen at a youth group on a wednesday or tuesday night to me is what's so special and what we can um we see happen so often well, I always tell youth pastors when it comes to students, like even in our own youth ministry, I said this recently to, about one of our students. I was talking to their parents and said, if, if we could just get them to one camp with us, mm-hmm. they'll yeah. be locked in. So true. Yeah. They'll be locked in. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Could we uh, tell some like of our favorite stories at camp? Like, that's, it's that's, not what, that's what we've spiritual. been doing. No, but I'm saying like <laughs> we were on a spiritual note. Can I tell like a funny story about camp? Handle. So we were, uh, this is a couple of camps ago and we were doing like the relationship panel and Gary had me hosting one of the rooms. Like there was all the guys were in the room. This isn't bad. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Gary's looking at me because there's another story that we could talk about in our Patreon or like off pod. But uh, this is not that. This is uh, I, this isn't bad. We were in the room, and so I was hosting a room, and the guys and girls were like switching which room they were in. Um, so I was with the guys. And I, I was with the girl panel. You know what I'm saying? This isn't making sense, but all the guys moved to the room where the guy panel was, and all the girls moved to the room where the girl panel was. So I was with the, the girl panel both times. Um, and so it was all of my friends' wives. And uh, and I'm hosting. Like, they're doing a great job talking. We got to the Q&A portion, and I'm, I'm, this is my point of kind of being like, okay, what's your question? Kind of facilitating it. And it was all going well. And then one boy dude like and you could just tell he was like he he had his hand up for so long and i kept kind of avoiding him and uh (laughs) and then i was like i gotta i gotta like see what this kid's question is and i point at him and like with all confidence he says okay um 
what's a period <laughs> and the girl and i look at the girl's face and they're like and so i was like hey man like this is probably something you want to talk about with like your youth pastor or your parents or something but it was just, the youth pastor under the bus like, real quick it was the funniest thing this confidence this kid like because everyone's asking like how do i break up with a girl how do i you know ask a girl how can you tell if she likes me and this kid's like oh i know i know it's going to be a part of this i have these ladies up here I've been really co- confused about this thing. <laughs> what's a period? <laughs> and so we what? Were. What's funny is that he asked. Uh, he asked you as you're leading it, yeah. but you don't really know what a period is because yeah. your sentences <laughs> keep going on and on and on. But also, too, I, I like looked at the girls and was like, uh, "Yeah, I don't know." It's <laughs> true. <laughs> Man, this uh, is great. <laughs> one of the funniest camp moments craziest camp moments i've ever i can remember is we were um closing camp down for the night and all of a sudden we hear these girls screaming and freaking out and we're like what is going on so we go running over to the dorms we go in we have to say guys on the floor guys on the floor we go up to this room and girls are are still screaming uncontrollable like someone's murdering them and so we knock on the door the the um counselor opens up she's like you guys we need your help we need your help and so we look in the room and it's pitch black and you just see these neon streaks running around the room in different places, like all over the room. And their guys from their youth ministry had taken a bunch of lizards, caught them, <laughs> broke um, like the, what's the oh sticks? Yeah, right, yeah. glow sticks, the glow sticks, broke glow sticks all over them, and then released them into their girls' room. <laughs> that's pretty clever. And, and that so once clever. the lights were on, once the lights went off, these things started coming out, and so we were literally catching neon lizards for about Bro. forty minutes. And see, I I respect a prank like that. Like I don't like the stupid pranks where they're just like, like I remember being in like Redwood as a student, and people would there was those like stacks of chairs, and people thought it was like a prank to just push them down the stairs because mm. it was just a loud noise. And I'm just like, bro, that's not clever. Like, at least, like, put shaving cream on the door handle and, like, do something like that. Yeah. But then they're like, oh, prank, and they break a window. It's like, that's not, it's destroying property. <laughs> the, my, fa- not, my, not my favorites, but, like, the, uh, I won't even get into that. It's disgusting. But I just remember, <laughs> it is, it's, like, not even a joke. It was, like, what the girls would do. But um, I, I remember this time was my first or second year at camp. I think I was 18. And um, at the time... Corey White was at um, in Lake Elsinore, Elsinore yeah. and uh, some of you guys know this, but m- my youth pastor, my our junior high pastor at the time, pretty much almost got in a fight with Corey, one of Corey White's leaders, because one of Corey White's leaders, like essentially punked one of our kids in one of the games. I think it was like still the bacon or something like yeah. that. And like from right then and there, it was just like war zone in that game. And to me, it's still one of my favorite memories that last to this time. Cause now I know Corey and it's just funny to bring that up. It's that is crazy seeing that. Like it's the, the, the funniest thing, like the weirdest dynamic of like going from these like incredible moments at the <laughs> altar of like everyone's <laughs> praying and crying to you know the games and, yeah and you see this side of youth pastors and youth pastors wives of like you did not think you knew them like that <laughs> and they you know i always feel bad for the rec team because they're just like some kids you know yeah <laughs> like yeah. feel a call to ministry and they're having people scream at their faces because <laughs> they didn't they didn't count the giant volleyball you know like just uh, is, the game's always so ridiculous and people arguing the rules but i also that's how i am too so yeah uh, can I share an unpopular opinion about camp? That's just mine. No. 
Okay, I'm gonna show you. Hot trying to sell camp. Hot I take. know, but everyone loves this game, and everyone loves um, the scavenger hunt at the very first night of camp. Yeah. No, you know this Wednesday night. Wednesday the night. Last, the yeah, la- the whenever, whenever the like scavenger hunt is middle night. I cannot stand the scavenger hunt. I don't know if that's a hot take. I think most youth pastors aren't a big fan of it. I think students, students. love it, and youth pastors hate it. Like, and so I, I, I would say that that's probably pretty accurate is how it goes like as a youth pastor i didn't like it when when i was like with my team it was just too stressful and uh but the students love it the students like eat it up and i'm and like in the back of my mind i'm like yeah like this is gonna be so much fun but i'm like this sucks yeah but that's that's fair (laughs) yeah but come to summer camp it's a great time (laughs) we might not even do scavenger we might have to switch it around that is very true charlie's just poo-pooed on <laughs> or even better since charlie's on the camp team guess who's running scavenger high? <laughs> speaking of poo-poo uh <laughs> where is this going i don't know I'm talking camp food or <laughs> talking no. deckers or what <laughs> i'm talking a story that i've heard about camp that i don't know if we could even share the, j- the biggest poop that's the biggest ever been recorded turd. in history like as we had mentioned being blocked up you're either blocked up or you're diarrhea Gary has a picture on his phone. This was even before I was like, I was probably, I don't know, maybe a student going to camp. But this was like when Gary was running camp with his team. Gary, you should tell this story. This is your story. We were were closing the camp down and someone said the toilet in the girls' bathroom is blocked. No, in the boys' bathroom is blocked. So we go in there and we look what's blocking it. And it... I don't even know why we're telling the story. <laughs> the biggest, no, like a Pringles can. No, of, like a, imagine of duties. A, a Chipotle burrito. Exactly. It is exactly like you'll never be able to eat a Chipotle burrito <laughs> again. But that is the most accurate description. Because uh, you think like a a soda can, not even close. Like this is bigger than that. It's a Chipotle yeah. burrito. Like how did this come out of somebody? Like, made out of know. made out of camp food. And a, yeah, a delivery boy whose name will not be mentioned actually reached his hand in there because we wanted to have to be able to see what size to it was scale it yeah so we put his hand near it but he just picked it up <laughs> and, and and it did not break apart it stayed solid <laughs> 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 speaking of speaking of uh, my one of my favorite memories oh, yeah. was i think it was a uh, prescott yeah. Was uh, he drank? We found we found milk at at the grocery same. store, and it wasn't even that bad tasting at all. It just wasn't good. Yeah, and he drank it and way overreacted and did a you know barf sound, and then we just could not stop doing that. It became the, it took on a life of its own. Yeah, like Prescott has no idea how much joy he brought us <laughs> yeah. from drinking milk and and overreacting. That's what I love to too. Is like like for all the youth pastors listening camp yes your student's life will change that is like the priority but like i legit can't wait for camp just for the memories i'm gonna make with some of the best friends i've ever had in the world which are these other youth pastors and like and i just there's so many of those stories that like don't even relate to a podcast they're kind of like if you know you know if you were there sort of moments that like i'm laughing till i'm crying like my stomach hurts because of that and it transfers into you can have that type of moment to like walking to the cafeteria having some real conversations about you know some of the things in ministry that aren't going the way you thought and like that to me is i think what's so incredible about camp that's why like the refresher that we have 
in um, September, even Lead Local, which is going to be happening in May. May will this be out? When I'm so bad with time. Will this, this be after this Lead Local? This will be after Lead Local. Well, so it's so good to see you guys at Lead <laughs> Local. And, but I'm saying that type of thing, I love it. But mm-hmm. camp is not just an afternoon, not just a day. It's a week. It's four days of getting to be with those people, getting to be with your students. And yeah. it's just... It's so amazing. Well, and depending on how you look at it as a youth pastor, it could either be work for you or mm. it can be somewhat of a, uh, you know, an experience for yourself. Yeah. You know? No. And, yeah. It's definitely not vacation. I wouldn't describe right. it as that, but it it can be so uplifting. And there could be I, vacational moments. I, exactly. That's, that's why I could look at five weeks straight of camp <laughs> and a little bit of me is like, oh my gosh. But a, a bigger part of me is like, I can't, and especially not having it last year, yeah, bro, it could be two months and I think I'd still be like on board with it. And I think not everyone thinks that way. I think Gary and I are built different when it comes to camp. Like we live for it. Um, I think there's other people who feel that way too, but like we're probably the ones on the team who will be at every week of camp, you know, and and be at the services. And, but even, uh, just to speak on that, we, what we're doing creatively leading Mm. up to camp. I think one of the big things that me and Gary had been even talking about is, uh, is just really being okay with being, um, kind of over the top cheesy summer camp, just like how much we love summer camp. Uh, and, and one of the biggest things that we're, you'll kind of be seeing us do as we release stuff is, um, some kind of like cheesy, um, camp, uh you know sure well sure but also like saying branding yeah. or whatever like uh like one of the big ones that that we're going to be saying is time passes differently at camp you can miss a year and when you go back it's like you never left and like that's our goal even this year i mean like it's so cheesy and it's like kind of goofy cute. and it's cute <laughs> but it's like but like that's like that's the goal, right? Yeah. We want we we missed a year of camp, and and I know when we go back, it's it's not gonna feel like we missed this whole year. It's gonna be like, man, we get to like yeah, pick up where we pick left up off. where we left. And, and yeah, that's the thing. Last summer, I think it's a it's a part of the reason time has felt so weird in the last year is because yeah. there are these like markers as a youth pastor that right. help me to remember where we're at in the year, right? Like, and just with normal people, you know, like Christmas and 4th of July and like these holidays, they serve as like indicators of like, oh, this is where we are at. And this is what happened last year around this time. But camp is like probably the biggest thing for me in that. Like I love convention and it's amazing. I got engaged at convention, all that stuff. But there's something about camp for me that it's just like, it is the thing. And it like is the epitome of summer yeah. for me too. And so not doing camp online was cool, but it was not the same. Oh yeah. Um, and especially like not even just going up to missing, going up to Pinecrest and like all of the, the smells there, the, mm-hmm. the, you know, just the ambiance of the whole experience that's been me since like I was a kid. And so yeah. missing that for a summer basically makes it feel like it wasn't even a real summer. Dude, even know? the, even the weather at times you're like, it feels like, we're at Pinecrest, yep. and then like last year, I just got yeah. so sad. I like, did too. Like some man. of the clothes I wear, like you break out the new wardrobe, yeah. you know, shorts and shirts, and I'm like, I would be wearing this at Pinecrest. Yeah, right now. like this is, and it's really tough not to repeat that fit. Yeah, at yeah, yeah. camp the same, because the one that worked, and you're <laughs> yeah. like, and especially when you're there for five weeks, bro. Yeah, I'm just a cartoon character. And I'm then wearing <laughs> the same things every week. Oh, but then you, is. this is my Thursday outfit. For yeah, yeah. Thursday. <laughs> exactly. But then you also only like 
you can only really wear that fit for about two to three hours of the day because there's oh, yeah, wreck, there's yeah. all this other sweaty. stuff, and you're like, "Am I gonna be in the pool today? Am I gonna be? Yeah, yeah. am I gonna be sweaty?" Charlie's like, well, dirty. "I don't have. That's why I just wear overalls. <laughs> I just got my boots. Wranglers on. <laughs> hey, don't be messing with Wranglers. <laughs> 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 overalls. You could talk about Wranglers now. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about that stuff because I just wore the same clothes anyways. You know? Yeah." Dude, Charlie, Charlie, what are hold on? What are some fashion tips that you have for youth <laughs> pastors uh, with camp? Yeah, with camp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bro, as a junior higher, know. my first summer camp as a junior higher, I packed like well, my you know like your parents help you pack or everything, and so but I had these like bright colored Volcom swim trunks, and this was yes in the Felliot days. Okay, hot. So, I was wearing these like bright neon colored, like they had all these different colors on them and they were Volcom. And they were like, it was like two in the days where it wasn't like high up. Yeah. So they were like over my knees, you know? And legitimately, I wore those um, the first day. And then I was like, well, I didn't do much today. Like, came back home, and my parents realized that I hadn't showered once. I hadn't oh, changed no. my clothes once. I was wearing the same brightly colored uh. swim trunks, and they were so bad and, like, just musty and crusty and just, like, gross. Like, that they were, like, they just threw them away. You they were, like, just, one of those kids that I was, legit did not shower. I was legit. I was just having too much fun. Showering, to me, was, like... Where am I gonna find time to shower? I'm. This is missing out on time to be playing games and hanging yeah. out with people. And and at the same time, I was like that junior higher is like, dude, the, the green girl, the girl on the green team, so hot. I bet I bet I could get her number. And I just like I have like a a, a literal smell wafting off of me. <laughs> so you were felly and smelly it. And your shorts went past your knees. <laughs> yeah, I was all the that's, Leots. You're the Leots. Yeah, yeah, that's epic. But camp man. <laughs> don't want to miss it. <laughs> yeah guys you do not want to miss camp this year we're planning for it we're making things happen for it there's gonna be a lot of stuff that's gonna be coming out um so make sure that you guys are um keeping up to date with everything on social media and um yeah it's gonna be a great time yeah solomon man dude thank you so much for being on the podcast again thanks for having me of course bro elliot's always a pleasure of course <laughs> gary so good yeah if you guys have any questions on anything that was said today again you guys know what to do follow us on instagram at socal youth pastors dm us but other than that we love you guys and we will catch you on the next podcast